Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Today, I am so honored to welcome Dina Han. She is a happiness coach and she's the founder of The Goddess Compass. And The Goddess Compass is not just a a company, it's also a book that she's written. And I'm so delighted to have her here all the way from Canada today. Welcome. Hi. (laughs) It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, well, I'm sure that the goddess compass didn't just uh, come out of nowhere, right? I'm curious to learn more about your story in how it came to be. Wow, that's a great question. And I can't wait to share it with you. First of all, the goddess compass came out of my trip to the Amazon jungle, which was very transformational to me. But as we know, we're constantly changing anyway. But this is a landmark moment for me because I went there because I was struggling with so many things. I am a cancer warrior, not a victim. I was violated by men at a very young age, two businessmen that took my innocence. All of these things were in my subconscious and my life went on. And I became a very uh, depressed person. I did not know how to be happy. And all of these things were overwhelming me in my early years. But my husband gave me a trip to the Amazon jungle. And when I went there, it was very transformational because I was able to let go of so much mind trash and truly forgive myself for everything that happened and move on with my life. I took a jelly bean a jar of pills, like about half this size. I take no prescription anymore, but it was for the depression. It was for a car accident that wasn't my fault, but accidents happen. Uh, And I walked with a cane for eight months. I was able to get my life back. And it was transformational in so many ways. The goddess compass part was I ended up taking a trip to New York City to tell my story amongst 1,500 women. And when I went on stage to tell my story, the facilitator said to me, what is your name? And I said, Dina. And she said, no, your sister, goddess, Dina. Something went off in my head from the Amazon jungle. I was told I was a goddess and did not believe it back then because I had so much mind trash. Mm -hmm. So once I figured all of that out and how much personal development I needed to love myself fully and let go of my past and become courageous and confident, I developed the goddess compass. It was my inner compass that guided me to, to be courageous and confident 
And then once I realized I had this formula, I wanted to share it with so many people. So it's inside me. It's a universal thing that connects me to so many people that are suffering in so many ways, whether it's depression or it's because you've added dis-ease in your life that could be cancer. It could be some sort of accident. So I feel like all of these tools are a part of my compass to have compassion for myself and to have compassion for other people who are suffering. Yes. And then just follow from there. Oh, so, so beautiful. Because from what I see these days is that experiences in life that make us who we are, that are often painful and difficult, uh, cause emotions, right? Trauma, triggers, on all of these things that everyone who's listening can relate to. And oftentimes what I notice about myself and others is that we're often pushing it down or pushing it out, the difficult feelings, the trauma responses. And what I'm hearing you say is that you're reorganizing it, so to say, integrating it so that it guides you in, in a healthy way, because we can't assume it's going to be removed from us without scar tissue, right? It's, it's not possible. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we, we have to learn how to reorganize it and integrate it. And and I love the way your, your um, positioning isn't the right word, but the way you're, you're, you're using your words to describe it because it's so gentle and it's so open and it's so beautiful. Thank you. We are the co-creators. We know, we know that. So the goddess compass you know, is a take on that as well. We can create a beautiful life for ourselves because we are co-creators. And even as women, we know what we can create inside of ourselves as well. So if we're powerful to create that, we can create anything that's beautiful if we let go of that mind trash. Hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know that all of us listening can also relate to that. I mean, if there's someone who doesn't have any, you know, please uh, (laughs) be the prophet. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, right? It's a constant thing, you know, but I think it's a practice. That's what I call at least a practice. But, But tell me what you mean by mind trash. Mind trash is our limiting beliefs sometimes, and they're caught up in the fact that we're ashamed of certain things that have happened to us. And when we let go of that and realize that things do happen, but it's yesterday is not on the calendar and neither are you. And I am a spiritual person. God do not create junk and he never started with you. So when you let go of that mind trash, you get back to who you were truly meant to be. And that's the goddess part as well. So Another part of that is we have to live with our hearts and we need to fill up our hearts with kindness and compassion for ourselves. So the cup is running over and then we got more to share. But if you just give out little bits, you know, because you don't have enough, your cup gets empty and you get fatigued and you get sore. You know, you, you can fall apart basically So by letting go of the limiting belief that you truly are enough, when you let go of the things that happened in your past and focus on the now, which is the present, you are the gift. And that's aligned with the universe. You are the gift. And so is this present day. So let go of that yesterday. That's one of the limiting beliefs that we need to work on. 
because staying in the past is not going to help us feel better and open up our hearts. Yeah. There's a lot of heartbreak in our past. There's a lot of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, for me at least, it's really important to pause and acknowledge that the past is, is influencing my present and to reconcile with it. Mm, it does surrender. it does require a moment for me. Like this morning, I was taking a walk on the beach with my daughter at sunrise. It was such a special moment. And, and I said to her, okay, what's in the space? And so, you know, she was talking about all the things in her space. And I was talking about all the things in my space. And she wanted to move on. You know, I was like, no, no, what else is there? So I said, okay, with all these ingredients, what, like, what kind of cake are we baking? <laughs> I guess I love to cook, right? And it's the eve of Thanksgiving here in, uh, in the United Me States. Too. And so, um, so it was really interesting, you know, to see all the influences of the past and the future and the worries and the anxieties and the, the grief, you know, from relationships mm-hmm. or things that have happened. And, and it was just so interesting because like all these ingredients, they could create like a breakdown cake or a breakthrough cake, right? It's <laughs> true. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> yeah. So um, I know everybody listening can relate to this and it, I, perfection doesn't exist inside of it. But it, for me, it's like a reconciliation. I don't know. What does it look like for you on any given day? Because this is a key component of vitality. Um, we, if we're carrying stuff and it's a heavy load, the burden is going to weigh us down. It doesn't matter how many green smoothies you drink or saunas. <laughs> You're not going to glow. You're not going to shine because you're, you you know, you've got this, this spark that's dim. Wow. Thank you for sharing that because it's very interesting because when I went to the Amazon jungle, it really was to lighten the burdens that was inside me, which is truly your mind trash, right? And letting go and being that soul without shame. But because of that, I would, I felt lighter. I could lift things differently. I move differently. Even my beautiful son and his friends were out in the kitchen one day. And they said, there's something different about your mom. It's kind of cool. Like, you know, what is it? And they knew about the Amazon. So they would sit down and chat with me. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing that you were able to let go of all the ugly stuff, you know. And I said it very gently to them being teenagers. But it's true. That's how we get our light. We lighten the burden. There's two meanings with the word light. You lighten your burdens and you shine your light when you let go of the things that are weighing you down. So that was the when you make an agreement to live in the now and let go of that, you really do find your light and you sparkle more. I can't change anything that happened in my past, just like our viewers that have suffered. But you have the power inside you to let it go. And yeah. worrying about worrying about it is not going to change it. It's how you react and look at it. That's letting go of the mind trash. Yeah, I love Hawkins' process, right? The acknowledge, accept, let go. Let go. And I'm really yes. oversimplifying it. Uh, but because the book that he wrote on letting go, which was his final final work, his final book before he died. And he devoted his his lifetime to psychotherapy. And um, well, actually he was a psychiatrist. So that's even more, uh, you know, in terms of clinical psychology and the institutionalized medicine that that he, he, he witnessed. 
um, and developed the whole map of consciousness and power versus force and his final book, Letting Go. And this was his formula, acknowledge, accept, let go. Because I wish it were as simple as like turning the light on and off. And in Mm -hmm. essence, it is. But uh, for me, I've been having to work on my aptitude at the acceptance piece. Mm -hmm. The acknowledgement I'm pretty good at. Like I can call it out, not a hundred percent, but the acceptance piece is, is sometimes challenging. Like you said, you said, you said the word shame just now. Yeah. And it's a really big one. And inside of that acceptance piece, it's like when I can increase my aptitude of acceptance from like 70 to a hundred, it changes everything mm-hmm. and almost instantaneously. And it's like, without the acceptance piece, the letting go is incomplete as well. I don't know if you have any, mm-hmm. anything you'd like to add to that for yourself or for your clients. Well, accepting things that we can't change is, is transformational because we can only change how we react to things. We can let us, it can weigh us down or it can lift us up. I'm going to, Okay, hockey in Canada, everybody can relate to. You're going to fall down playing hockey. But if you don't get back up, you're not going to get the puck. You're not going to score. You're not going to have a good game. So life is kind of like that. It's like the game of life. We get knocked down, but it's how fast we get back up and accept that something happened. You know, it's the same thing. Life is, life is a game in a way. But you're the key player in that game and you can decide if you want to strike out or you want to sparkle and move past what just happened. Yeah, that's so beautifully put. Do you work with um, women our age? I don't know how old you are, but I'm, you know, women who are, you know, in their 40s or so. Do you work with what kind of people I do. do you usually work with? You I do. do. I work with women of all ages. Yeah. Um, and I will be 60 in February 5th. Wow. For those of you who can't see her, she is so beautiful. Thank you. She's full thank of vitality. My, I am. And thanks for that. And I'm grateful for that. My body is my temple. And my light is inside me. And I work on it daily. So I have that light to shine everywhere I go. That's so beautiful. I'd love to hear more about the daily practices that you that you implement in your life that help you to maintain your vitality. Thank you. I think some of them are similar to you. (laughs) I do my yoga. I do my meditation. I do my gratitude journey journal. And I also have, I'm going to call it a brag journal. Okay. Because if you look back at that on your hard days and say, look what I went through. You know, and if you look back and you just give yourself a pat on the back, I got through that. So I'll get through this. So I have a brag journal, not just a gratitude journal. So that really helps me as well. Nice. I love that. Yeah, yoga is a huge part. Not everyone likes yoga, Um, but I I just love it. Um, My teacher was the Kung Fu champion of Asia before he found yoga. So his... His relationship to yoga is different than a lot of people I've met in the West um, in terms of just the practical, pragmatic, non-woo-woo, mm. you know, language. And he's, you know, very not, he's very not PC, which is incorrect grammar, I know. Um, and it's intentional. Okay. 
and he's very yeah it's just so funny um we were in switzerland at a workshop and in, near interlaken years ago and he, there were these swedish women we had a big swedish group with us and he was like you swedish ladies very very soft ass and hard head it should be other way around you know <laughs> and they looked at him like what are you talking about <laughs> but it was it was it, he wasn't trying to be a misogynist he wasn't trying to be rude but um, right but it, it's it it is true right? we need to soften our minds um we, and we need to get strong gentle yeah. yeah but he you know but he's he's just not of the west right so he's you know he's just funny in that way so, but yes, but yoga is a huge part of, <laughs> of my yes. life. Yes, it, it's so important. And my diet as well. I, I try to, I live in Newfoundland, Canada. So our greens uh, are hard to get sometimes to get good ones all year round. But I do get my greens d- delivered to my door every Wednesday, my salads and everything. I have green nice. smoothies. Yeah, yeah, you got to. Again, your body is your temple. I'll always come back to that. So we are what we eat, truly. We are what we think. We are what we believe. So the pillar is our body is our temple and we need to take care of it on all levels. Yeah. To uplevel our life. And you can also grow, I don't know what the average temperature of your home is, but you can also grow microgreens easily in your kitchen on the countertop with some interesting. I have a Nutra tower. I oh, have nice. a Nutra tower. Good for you. They're very nice, but right now it, it's not working. I have to work on that, but it is important for to get our greens as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, but getting those delivered to your door is just fantastic. It is. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's so, all hydroponic stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've never done hydroponics, although I'm curious about it. Really mm-hmm. curious about it. Um, so happiness is a, is a funny thing. Um, I grew up in a family that there was a lot of laughter a lot a lot excellent and um and and i think there was a lot of sadness too because i think in some ways they're part it's part of a continuum you know i read this quote the other day talked about grief um and how you know the the more fully you can grieve in terms of like wailing and just tears and sadness um will be the direct directly correlated to how happy and joyful your life can be do you do you agree with that quote? Okay. I feel as a warrior of so many things in my past, I had to weep mountains of tears to let it out and release it in the Amazon jungle. So by weeping it and realizing that every emotion is valid then I was able to sweep it away. And I think that's why my love is so powerful for humanity now and myself. So yes, I definitely agree with that. Mm, yeah, It's yeah. like sweep it away, do your weeping first and then sweep it away and move on. But yeah. you do have, you can't, like when I took the antidepressants, it didn't, it was treating the symptom. It didn't get at the root of the problem. When I faced my pain and I was able to release it and truly let it go, then I was able to heal myself. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. It's really, really important. And I just want everyone who's listening to give yourself permission to feel it fully. Absolutely. And when I say that, I, I don't mean smear it on anyone else or identify with it overly. 
but to give yourself a space and time to feel it completely. So I think some of the ways we go awry right now in our in our society globally is that we're over-identifying with it and we're giving ourselves there's like permissibility inside of it um, to stay enraged and to, you know, this, that, or the other. I don't know. Can you relate to any of the things I'm saying? Anger and rage. I get it. I don't want to be there. It's the opposite of peace. I want peace. I want joy. I want love. I, I just let it go. Like if you stay there, it's a negative feeling. It's a negative vibration. It's not going to attract beautiful things into your life. Who wants to be around someone who's always angry and miserable and stuck and fixated on pain and suffering? And I say this as no disrespect to some of the women that I've worked with in the past. They can talk about their pain forever and ever. And finally, I'd say, are you ready to delete it? Are you tired of suffering? Are you ready to let it go? And that is a message that when I say it, they stop in their tracks because I'll say to them, you've been talking about all your pain for the last 30 minutes. It's in the past. You're not the same person. You've got so many new tools now to move forward and let it go. You're not the same person. Yesterday is not on the calendar. Let's go back to who you're truly meant to be. Not angry, but full of love and power and compassion and courage and confidence because you survived it. Stand up and be the warrior you're meant to be. And that's how I do it in my classes. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm hearing you say you got to go through it though, not push it down or out, you know, not leap over it or, you know, it's like, you got to go through True. it. Um, and so I just, I just want to re- just really emphasize that for, for, for those of you who are listening, you know, it, it is a process and uh, we have to be, we have to be careful, uh, mindful and intentional about how we're um, being, you know, or how we're choosing to, to feel and, and, process and move through it and let it go because also if you let it go without going through that it it can linger that's been my experience it can you have to be gentle with yourself but you also got to realize that you got to let it go you can feel the pain but you don't want to stay in the pain forever you know just feel it know that it hurt it hurt so much and I'm so sorry it went it happened to you you know, I'm yeah. genuinely sorry. I feel your pain. Yeah. But I don't want you to suffer anymore. Yeah. Well, the and reason if I asked you, want to suffer, we can work together. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I asked you if you work with women who are in their forties was because it seems like there's this kind of utopic optimism that is present in women in their twenties and thirties. And I find that sometimes women who are 40 and over, We've, we get kind of jaded and our belief systems start to diminish, you know, in terms of hope and excitement. And, you know, we, we have like, we have enough life lived that, you know, we've kind of, some of our dreams have been crushed, you know, there've been some experiences. So um, I just think that, and I know that the women listening are, are a little bit older. And so that's why I just bring it up because we really need to pay attention to what's going on in that inner dialogue. You call it mind trash. Um, I do. Yeah, it's honest, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, you look at your mind as a placebo. Yeah. You know, if 
you can let go of your limiting beliefs. You can also let go of beliefs that are conditioned from experiences you've had through education, through family experiences, to any type of relationship that you've had. And if it's not serving you in the now, then you can create a new belief. You have that power within you. So truly, we are placebos. We can fill ourselves up with something new and different because we're constantly changing and evolving. And that's the transformational part. Absolutely. I love it. You've imparted so much wisdom. How can people read your book and learn more about your one-on-one coaching? Go to goddesscompass.com or go to the Amazon, not the Amazon, but the Amazon bookstore. And you can get my book there, The Goddess Compass. Nice. Yeah. And you work with women and men uh, one-on-one or women mostly? I do. I do work with men as well. Mm. Yes, I have. Because men have their mind trash as well. Men have suffered. It's the same thing. They they need a goddess compass to guide them as well. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. And also when they're, you know, attracting their goddess into their lives or if they're becoming their own goddess, you know, they, they, they need it as well. Um, it's, it's an essential part, I believe to be aware of just to, you know, bring your awareness into it. You would say that to many men, the goddess compass, and they would just kind of look at you like, not sure what you mean. Um, and so it's, I think it's important work yeah, for both men and women. So thank you for, for opening. My website is actually goddess compass and night shift. I at night shift 2022, I put there because I realized over the last few years with COVID there were men reaching out to me that needed guidance as well and encouragement. So I added the night shift to it as well to work with men. That's beautiful. K and I G H T. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, you are a true inspiration, your story of resilience and transformation and your words of wisdom about letting go and really driving that home. We've just got to do it. I I like as if, not as if, but our lives depend on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Our life depends on it. To live and laugh and love is all in the moment too, you know? And these are simple things to say, but we need to live our life fully by letting go of our past and just focusing on the now without the worries I always say yesterday is not on the calendar, neither are you, but neither is tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, there was a bar when I was in England one time with a sign up, free beer for tomorrow. But I mean, it's such a positive vibe, right? But the truth is there was never any free beer. But, you know, so don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow never comes. Just focus on the now. That's the present. And that's you. And you're constantly changing. Yes. Yes. So exciting. I think we underestimate the power that we have. I know I do. The power of manifestation, uh, the power of my thoughts, the power of my feelings. I'm constantly, um, and as mindful as I am, and as much as I've invested into my personal development, um, oh, me too. <laughs> you know, I forget sometimes. Oh, yeah. We forget. We, we've got to give ourselves a swift little kick or, and a swift little hug at the same time, you know? <laughs> Or, and or have a beautiful goddess like yourself reflect back to me to remind me, you know, and I, I think we really do need each other. Absolutely. Um, to reflect I back, agree. you know, and just to, to remind us, hey, you know, you know, there's no tomorrow. Hey, stay here now. Yeah. That's all we've got. Exactly. 
<laughs> That's where the heaven is in the togetherness as well, right? So, so beautiful. Thank you for being with us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.